This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Wednesday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Steven Strom here. Thanks for rewinding with us. The Marlins lose to the Cardinals 5-2 in 10 innings. They've lost five in a row. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the Marlins suffer another setback in St. Louis tonight. The losing streak hits four for the third time this season. The Marlins have lost four in a row. They've lost nine of their last 14 games. They are winless since the All-Star break. And it was a tough night for the Marlins here at Bush Stadium. Cardinals win it 6-4. With Rod Allen, I'm Kyle Seeloff. This is the 10th inning show. And, partner, how would you kind of sum this one up here tonight? Well, I mean, it's tough. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's not been a good road trip. It started in Baltimore. They got outplayed in Baltimore, and yep. by and large, because they gave away some extra outs. They did the same thing here again tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals are a different team than we saw uh, right before the All-Star break. They've now won six of eight. They're hitting, they're pitching, and they're doing some of the things that the Marlins aren't doing. So tomorrow, if it's Cabrera uh, that's going to pitch for us, he's got to go out there and give them everything he's got for four or five innings. Then they've got to turn it over to the back end of the bullpen, hopefully with a lead, and they can uh, bring this thing home to get a win. I think most importantly right now, the Marlins have got to find a way to pitch better. Lazardo struggled tonight. Three runs, two earned, five hits, and four innings of work. That on the surface is not awful, but he really labored tonight. Uh, and then as soon as the Marlins tie it there and what the top of the seventh inning, Dylan Floro comes in, coughs it up, allows the three runs. I mean, quite frankly, you, you as the pitching goes, you go, and they're not pitching well right now. There's no doubt about that, Kyle. I mean, that's a valid point. I mean, Luzardo, uh, he battled out there today. I mean, yep. he tried to find his changeup. He didn't really have a good breaking ball today in his fastball. He was all over the place as far as that pitch was concerned. So uh, hopefully um, when he goes back out there next time, he'll be much better. And hopefully, as we said, Cabrera, when he goes out tomorrow, He'll get the job done. All right, buddy. Uh, sleep fast, and I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, boss. All right, that's right, Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ballgame tonight. Jesus Lazardo versus Miles Michaelis. Jesus Lazardo got some early support when there was nobody on base. One out, top of the second inning, and Brian De La Cruz was at the plate. 3-1, swung on, hit high in the air, deep left center field. Lars Newtbar's on the run, going back, looking up, gone! Brian De La Cruz with a big fly. His 11th of the season, it's 1-0 Miami here in the second. And that 1-0 lead for the Marlins would last until the bottom of the third. That was until Nolan Arenado, who had a big night, came to the plate with two outs and a man on base. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and that is a ground ball hit into center field, and the base knock. Carlson will score easily. Nolan Arenado with two outs here in the bottom of the third has leveled this ballgame at one apiece. It's his 65th RBI of the season. And it would stay 1-1 until the top of the fifth inning. The Marlins had nobody on base in two outs. Nick Fortes singled, Dane Myers singled, and that brought Luisa Rice to the plate. The 2-0 offering is hit on a line left field. Newt Bar's on the run, not going to get it, and he bobbles it. Rounding third, headed towards the plate is Nick Fortes. He's going to score on his way to second base is Luis Arise. It's a two-out RBI single for Arise, who takes second on the throw, and they might just go E7. It's 2-1 Miami here in the fifth. Outstanding job.
So two to one going to the bottom of the fifth inning in this ball game tonight. Jesus Lazardo started the bottom of the fifth, but he walked Dylan Carlson, the leadoff man, and he allowed a single to Paul Goldschmidt. Lazardo was out. JT Shagwa was in, and the first man that JT Shagwa faced after Carlson went first to third on the single by Goldschmidt was Nolan Arenado. He's battling in a 2-2 count, and the pitch is a rocket in the air center field. Dane Myers is to his right. He's got the baseball. Carlson will tag and score from third. It's a sacrifice fly for Nolan Arenado. It's Miami 2 and St. Louis 2 now here in the fifth. And after a strikeout looking by Wilson Contreras, Jordan Walker gave the Cardinals their first lead of the night. The 3-1 offering is hit in the air softly to center field. De La Cruz coming on. He's not going to get it. He cut off Dane Myers. The ball fell into no man's land. It's a two-out RBI single for Jordan Walker, who just placed that slider into shallow center field. And now it's Cardinals three, Marlins two here in the fifth. So after five, it was a 3-2 game, but the Marlins would immediately tie it back up with nobody on one out in the sixth inning, and Jesus Sanchez at the plate. And he'll take a healthy cut at it. 2-0 pitch, just hitting the air, fairly deep, left center field. Carlson's on the run, so two is Newbar looking up. She's gone! Spot on, partner. Sanchez, his 10th bomb of the season. This is a tie ball game. It's 3-3 here in the sixth. I'll say that was a healthy cut. 2-0 fastball oh. from Mike. Well, unfortunately, that 3-3 tie game did not last long. It looked like it would after Dylan Floro came on for the Marlins in the bottom of the sixth inning. He collected two quick outs, but then he allowed a double to Jose Fermin. I'm sorry, check that. In the sixth inning, that was Nolan Gorman. He allowed a two-out double to Nolan Gorman. He was stationed at second with two outs for Dylan Carlson. Infield swings around to the right side. Gorman thought about stealing. Here's a line drive into center field and the base hit. Cardinals are going to take the lead here in the bottom of the sixth inning. It's a two-out RBI single for Dylan Carlson. It's 4-3 to three now, St. Louis. And then after a single by Paul Goldschmidt, sent Carlson to second base. Nolan Arenado came to the dish with two men out and two out in the sixth. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and that is a line drive towards the gap. Right center field and big time trouble. Arenado's got extra bases. Carlson scores. Myers fires the baseball back in towards Wendell. It's not going to matter. Behind Carlson is Goldschmidt. It's a two-out, two-run double for Nolan Arenado. He's played it four runs for the St. Louis Cardinals here tonight. And now St. Louis is doubling up Miami at 6-3 here in the sixth. And Floro able to get the and that would be plenty for the Cardinals here tonight, although the Marlins did answer back in the seventh. Ryan Tapera, who was signed today by the Cardinals, was on the mound. There were a couple of men on base, and Garrett Cooper was at the plate. 2-0 pitches, a ground ball back up the middle, and a base hit into center field. This is going to play in a run. Myers flying around third. He'll score easily. It's a two-out RBI single for Garrett Cooper. Marlins climbing back into this ball game. It's 6-4 here in the seventh. And Marlins not quitting. And then after Jesus Sanchez walked, Giovanni Gallegos came in. The Marlins had the bases loaded down two with two outs in the top of the seventh inning. De La Cruz stung a baseball. Unfortunately, it was right at the shortstop, Paul DeYoung, who picked it and fired it to first, and the inning was over. The Marlins went quietly in the eighth. They got three hits off Jordan Hicks in the top of the ninth inning. They got a leadoff infield single from Dane Myers, but then immediately Luis Arise bounced into a 4-6-3 double play. And after a double and a single by Garrett Cooper and Jorge Soler, 
Jesus Sanchez came to the plate, and he bounced out 1-4-3 to end the ball game here tonight. Final score, St. Louis 6 and Miami 4. For the Marlins, 4 runs, 12 hits, an error, 9 men left on base. For the Cardinals, 6 runs, 11 hits, 1 error, and 8 men left on base. Miles Michael is the winning pitcher, 6-5 and five this season. Dylan Floro is the loser, he's 3-5. and five. Jordan Hicks collects his 8th save of the season for the St. Louis Cardinals. Played this ball game in 2 hours and 48 minutes tonight. Gorgeous here at Bush Stadium. About 80 degrees and cloudy, although it's probably more like 70 degrees as we get set to sign off here tonight. 35,619 in attendance tonight. With the loss, the Marlins are 53 and 43, and the Cardinals are back to 12 under 500 at 41 and 53 here in 2023. The Marlins punched out six tonight. That means that $150 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say and get his reaction after the loss. Skip, just how disappointing is a loss like this, especially given all the opportunities with them in spring position? Yeah, it was a tough day. Uh, there's no sugarcoating that. Uh, we had a lot of guys on base. Um, situational hitting uh, wasn't great tonight. It hasn't been great, actually, um, since post-All-Star break. Um, other than the Wendell hit and run, uh, we had the right guys up. Um, just couldn't cash them in. What are you seeing from your hitters and their approach in you know those types of situations since All-Star break? I don't know. I, I think, you know, remembering that the, the pitcher's the one in trouble and um, maybe some over-aggression and trying to do too much at that time. But, you know, I can't really pinpoint too much. I mean, they're taking good at-bats with uh, until the guys are on. And, you know, we, they've been in those spots before. They just haven't cashed in uh, post-All-Star break. Was there any consideration there at the end, maybe not pitching to Arenado with second base open? or? Yeah, you consider it. And you know, we have Puck out there, and Wilson's one for two against Puck. Um, so, you know, I know the numbers, and, you know, maybe if he was behind the count, 2-0, that type of thing, that I'd walk him. Hindsight, of course, if you knew he was going to hit a home run, yeah, you'd love to walk him now. But, um, yeah, there was conversation about it, and, uh, you know, obviously when something like that happens, you, you question that the, the non-intentional walk. The at-bat before that with Newpark, you get the ground ball, could get a double play, but positioning wasn't where it needed to be for a double play. Just what was the setup for for that one? The, the positioning was there. I think this probably birdie uh, has to be there because he's in the shift. Um, probably some miscommunication. I'll have to take a look at it. It's tough to see in real time exactly where it was. Obviously, a five-game skid like this happens during a season, happened early in the year, just in the hitting ebbs and flows, but just – to start the second half like this, what you guys are playing for, just do you, is it at this point almost mental for guys? Maybe they are just. I don't think it's a mental thing. I think that they go about the routine and their work the same way. Um, we're winning games that we're losing now. I mean, it's just kind of what you know, part of the season where you know you you have winning streaks, you have losing streaks. It's just kind of how you bounce back and, and how you get out of these things. Um, I think you know, holding leads um, is going to be uh, the way to. to to win these games and um you know scott was great tonight thought cabby was great uh put him out there in the sixth inning after 74 pitches or he had 74 pitches and um you know he was he was doing great we had our bullpen was a little light today with the amount of innings that they've thrown so for him to try to get um that sixth inning was you know going to be uh would have been awesome but getting five was great for him and um you know for him to get five was impressive just coming off of the injury and um he had 85 or so pitches to work with and um was doing really good punch out a couple guys so you know we brought him out in the six but thought um t 
Tanner coming in there was really good and got out of a jam and uh, obviously with the top of the order and the the extra innings and and puck it was uh, you know that's who you want out there with you know your closer out there it just didn't work out today. What specifically was working with Cabrera Lang? His command seemed off a little bit early. He still was able to hold it just the home run in the sixth. Yeah, his command was off a little bit. You expect that. Um, he had a couple sem games, you know, because of rainouts and that type of stuff. So not too much real action, but um, thought his slider was good. His changeup at times was, you know, really really good. Um, Vossi was holding up 96-97 throughout uh, five innings and um, threw his curveball and slider when he needed it. So, you know, healthy Cabrera is you know really what we need, and um, you know he sh- he showed signs of who he was b- before he got hurt, and um, so moving forward, it's it's great to have him back. Is he- effectively wild kind of thing you would describe him maybe i think he is uh you know we'd like him to just be more effective than wild but um but he's been you know the he when he throws strikes you know again i i know i sound like a broken record but he throws strikes it's hard to hit people can't pick him up stuff moves everywhere um so he did enough for us to win tonight and um so he did great do you have any update on coop with the ball that into his knee uh, he was getting an x-ray so i haven't heard a frustrating night for Luisa Rice. He punched out two times. It's the first time that Luisa Rice has punched out multiple times this season. Let's hear what Arise thought after the game. What's the level of frustration just and disappointment just from these last losses, especially tonight with all the chances with runners in scoring position? It's frustration because we lose a lot of games, but um, we, just need a, we just need to stay together and come back tomorrow. Today we play good. We get a lot of Runners on base, but we are human, especially me. Strike out two times, first time in the year. I'm a human, so I try to do my little things, but they pitched really good. We lose the game, but um, tomorrow's another game, and we need to just come back strong. Skip had mentioned just in this road trip as a whole, this is struggles with runners in scoring position. Do you feel that maybe hitters are maybe pushing a little bit in those situations? What have you seen from the team as a whole? I don't know. Um, I'm a, uh, if it's for me, I just go there and try to uh, put one play. But today I tried to do that, and then they threw a really good pitch, especially slided to me, and then they, they pitched really good. They they play really good too. And they, I mean, San Luis, they, they got a really good team. So we compete. We just need to keep continue competing, and especially if we stay together, we can come back. Yeah, those two, those two instances with the runner at third, was it the matter of those pitchers making their pitches? Yeah, I mean, especially he he threw a hundred, he threw me uh, through a slider, really good pitcher. I take my off off, and I say, hey, good pitch. But um, like I say, we just need to keep continue play hard, and then come back tomorrow. Edward Cabrera had a really nice outing, went five innings, gave up two hits in one run, six punch outs, his first start since mid-June. Let's hear what Cabrera had to say after his outing. Caddy's uh, Skipper saying how happy he is with your first outing there today. Obviously didn't end the way you wanted to with the home run, but overall, how did you feel about it? Sí, Skip comentó de que se sentía feliz de verte lo que hiciste hoy en la en la aparición tuya. Este sabemos bueno no terminó de la mejor manera con Juan Ron, pero in reality, final fue positivo para ti. ¿Cómo cómo evalúas tu salida? Ah, bien. Primeramente, gracias a Dios, sabe evaluó mi salida bien. Para mí es un buen regreso, sabe. Y y estoy muy feliz de estar aquí, entiende, ayudando al equipo. Yeah, I I see this outing and evaluate this outing as a good one, and I'm just uh, very happy to be back here and being able to help the team in any way I can. 
You got a lot of swing and miss pitches outside of the zone. Uh, what allowed you to have such great movement on your pitches today? Sí, hubieron mucho abanicado, o sea, fallos ahí en los swings. Este, ¿Qué picheo fue el que estaba más que todo funcionando y qué, qué fue lo que hiciste para tener ese éxito? Ah, sabe, estaba atacando con todo, con todo mi picheo, sabe. En realidad no estaba pendiente a eso, ¿entiendes? Sino atacar, atacar la zona, aunque tuve algunos innings que, que estaba un poquito fuera, pero intenté y intenté hasta que volví a atacar la zona. ¿no? Uh, I wasn't fully focused on, on, on swing and misses. I was not, that was not what I was pursuing. I was pretty much trying to attack the zone uh, with all my pitches. Uh, there were some uh, innings that uh, I was, I started like losing that control, getting out of the zone, but uh, I was, I was able to come back, go back and, and, and have a good uh, swing and miss uh, rate. How do you build off of this album moving forward? Y moviéndose hacia adelante, ¿qué, qué, qué piensas seguir construyendo después de esta salida? Ah, igual, nada, nada tiene que cambiar, ¿sabes? Oh, siempre que salga ahí, eh, la intención es atacar la zona, ¿entienden? Nada tiene que cambiar. It's the same, you know, um, nothing should change. Uh, every time I go out there and hit the mound, we'll be to hit the zone and um, attack the zone. I know you kind of said um, you weren't necessarily pushing differently, but when uh, they get the guy at second, I think, to lead off, I forgot what inning it was, you get the pop out and then two straight strikeouts. Your ability, though, to get guys out via the strikeout, how important is that, you know, in cases where the runners are on base? Sí, eh, no sé exactamente qué inning fue, pero que se te envasaron al principio de, de, del inning, terminaste el inning con dos strikes, eh, ponches, eh, uno tras otro. Explícanos un poquito de esa habilidad de poder salir de problemas, o de, eso, de esos apuros, por vía del ponche. Ah, ¿Qué te digo? Siento que, que no es algo que, que cambia, ¿sabes? En mí, sino que... Siempre que tengo gente en base, el, el enfoque es más grande, ¿sabes? Obviamente no quiero que, que, me, que me anoten carrera, ¿sabes? Y, y nada, lo mismo, siempre el enfoque es atacar la zona, ¿sabes? No importa, no importa cómo, qué situación sea, ¿sabes? Yeah, I don't know exactly that, you know, to explain this, but it's something that you feel when you have runner in scoring position or they're in, 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 in the base, you start feeling something like pressure that you don't want them to score so you, you get more focus and in, in, in get in there um, but yeah that's that's at the end of the day just the same thing to attack the zone all right it'll be a 2:15 first pitch on this Wednesday afternoon Sandy Alcantara looks to get the Marlins in the right direction and just get one win on this six game road trip as always we hope you can join us let's flip the M together Miami it's the Marlins radio network driven by AutoNation it's blazing hot outside you get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping but it blows hot air out this issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system you want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.